0: Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is how to improve well-being. How to improve well-being. What is well-being and why do we want to improve it? Well, being is the beingness of wellness. Alright. Let's try that again. So, being well is exactly what it sounds like, right? But in today's terms, it's kind of also, um, it's a big concept. It's its a hot topic right now because I think more and more people have, we live in a time and age where it's amazing. It's amazing. We live in the future. That's what my wife, Elena, and I joke about this because it's like, I remember being a kid And, you know, going around running errands with my mom. And sitting in the back of the car. And she would run into, you know, let's say the library. Like, oh, I'll just be a minute. And I'd be in the car baking away. And, you know, half hour later, she'd be back. And I'd be like half dead. And I remember just being bored out of my mind. My mom had a horrible track of... Sense of time. wonder where I got that. And um, she would totally lose track of time and just like forget that I was in the car or whatever. And, um, you know, while she was running errands. And then she'd run back, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I totally, you know. <laughs> I know, Mom, I know. But anyway, I always remember like thinking, like imagining, like, oh, it would be so cool if I had a TV that I could take with me, like a little TV, you know. Um, that was like the coolest thing. And there was a show. Dick Tracy, which was a, what do you call him, um, spy, not a spy, what the heck did that guy do, he was like an investigator or whatever, right, and he had a little watch phone, watch TV phone, and it was like, man, that will be amazing, in the future, we'll have those, and the Jetsons, right, and oh, it's going to be so cool, what if we just have many TVs, and now we got kids, and it's like, dude, we do have many TVs. Our phones, like when we're out at dinner, boom, we turn that thing on so that the little guy doesn't freak out and like destroy the place or, you know, get all rowdy. And we put that on and boom, he's chill. He'll watch cartoons through the whole dinner sometimes, mostly. It's amazing. There's so many things at our fingertips, apps that can do amazing things. We can tell Alexa or Siri, like robots, artificial intelligence. We can talk to them. They can do amazing things for us, just like those of us who grew up earlier that thought, like, wouldn't it be cool if we could just talk to the thing and it would do this thing? You know, it's like it's real now. And it's only going to get more wild probably and crazy with uh, AI and all the automation and whatnot. So anyway, with that, we have so many amazing things at our fingertips, technology, ease of life for the most, you know, I'm generalizing, obviously, I'm generalizing, but like we're not out in the field, most of us working backbreaking work 24-7, like we might have had to do back in the day or like, you know, we have farmers that have machines where now one farmer with a tractor can farm more land than, you know, people 25 years ago or 100 years ago than a whole team of people could. So there's these advancements in technology that have made our lives easier in some respects, right? And yet it, you know, there's it we could still be feeling left empty somehow or not fulfilled. And or maybe not even healthy. Right? there's uh, Here in the United States, obesity is a big thing, and it's not healthy, right? We know that it puts a lot of extra strain on the heart, uh, makes us feel not 100%. And so what what's going on? Why is our food making us unhealthy? Or what habits do we have that are making us unhealthy as a culture at large, right? Again, generalizations. So, or I should say 80% is obese or whatever I just said. I just threw something out there. It was like 80% is overweight according to doctors or whatever. Not that I always believe that whole story, but generalizations here, broad strokes, right? So with well-being, many of us get so but yet we're you know we have all this technology we have all these things that are at our fingertips and yet mo- many of us are still living paycheck to paycheck right we don't have that financial security that was more prevalent even just a generation or two ago so it's maybe challenging to be feeling well right like we're stressed overall i think we a lot of us know we're kind of living on the edge in a sense and Any kind of major financial shift could be very troublesome. I personally know this and have gone through some fun experiences. And I say fun not meaning really actually fun. So this idea of well-being is, I think, a little bit, almost kind of a little complicated more than it seems. And yet, it's also simple, right? What are things that make us feel well, that make us feel happy, that make us feel fulfilled? And how much of that is really what we think it is. You know, a lot, I think a lot of us get caught up in all the fakeness, in the the smoke and mirrors aspect of it all. Oh, if I buy this thing, I'll feel fulfilled. If I own that thing, I'll feel happy. I'll feel, like, important. And whenever we're putting our happiness on an outside thing, we're in a situation where if that if we don't get that thing or that thing breaks or we lose it, all of a sudden there goes our happiness, right? And if we're in a society and to human nature, the grass is greener on the other side. So as soon as we get that thing that we wanted, oh, so bad and worked so hard for and whatnot. Sometimes it's all of a sudden not so cool anymore. It's like, well, gosh, I just got this thing I saved up for, I worked hard for, or maybe even put on a credit card for, and now uh, it's not as cool as the new model that just came out the day after I bought this one. Ah, that new one's got all those better features, and now I'm not happy again. So it becomes a perpetual cycle of unhappiness, of not well beingness So to the extent that we can shift that awareness inward then we can start to tune into true well-being beingness that is not dependent on some outside force or factor and is instead based on internal circumstances which we can control And so our well-being starts to radiate from within and that of course law of attractions, more well-beingness around. We start to take actions that are more in alignment with our natural state of well-being. Oh, I feel good when I eat these health, make these healthier eating choices. I feel better when I cut out this thing over here out of my diet that was making me feel lethargic and tired or too amped up. That was a big one for me was cutting out caffeine, I haven't completely cut it out, I still drink like a shot of espresso every morning, but I used to drink a lot more caffeine, a lot more, and I had no idea how much it was really affecting me, I mean, on the one hand, I knew it was because I was all amped up and like cracked out all the time, but I thought I liked it, because I did it, which was just a ridiculous way to go about doing it, you know? Um, it's like, oh, I want to be up all night so I can work and blah, 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 and, I was, and like, go, go, go. And it's like, no, I was stressing myself out. My whole system was getting fried and overloaded because I was pumping so much caffeine through it. It was not good for my well-being. And so as I got more in tune with my well-being, I tested things and discovered, like, no, you know what? This is not actually a good thing at all for me. I got to cut this way back. And so here we are. So well being is I think it starts with the state of mind first, just recognizing that you want to find more opportunities to tune into your well being and then creating an environment that supports that. Surrounding yourself with people that supports that. And saying no. Saying no is a big one. And that's hard for some of us, Hard for a lot of us, I would guess, especially us people pleasers. We don't like to say no. We don't want to turn somebody down like, oh, come on, let's go and do this thing tonight. No, oh, gosh, I got to stay home and study. got to stay home and work on my business. I got to stay home and spend time with the family. Well, yeah, you could do that any night. Come out and let's go drink and let's go party. Ah, it's going to be insane. So-and-so playing down at such and such bar. We gotta go support, ah, we gotta go drink our brains out, ah and again I'm not judging, I'm just it's just sound clips from my life. <laughs> so and I used to, you know, go for that a lot more back in the day. And was it good for my well being? I could argue, well yeah, I gotta set myself free and like be out and about and socialize and get out of the house and and there are definitely values to that, right? And then, at some point, if that becomes the habit, then I might have gotten out of balance with it. I might have spent so much time doing that, that I was neglecting other parts of my well-being, such as my awareness of spirit, such as my awareness of my cash flow. So, I'm out spending money drinking all the time, uh, which I, I actually never really got into a bad habit of that, fortunately. Um, I would go out a lot, but that was because I was promoting events, and so... I was actually working too. And that was kind of how I designed it, right? Life by Design. That was a previous podcast episode. Check it out. So this idea of well-being, tuning into what is well-being for you and what does that balance look like? And I would say it's not for most of us probably going to be like, oh, I solved the the riddle and now I'm done forever. I'm perfect. Because I think it's going to shift for many of us over time, right? We might find that balance and then life you know, throws a curveball and all of a sudden this thing changes or our passion starts to, you know, move over to this other thing and now we need to adjust or we have kids and it all gets thrown out of whack and we got to refine that balance. So because life is always changing and evolving and growing, I think that this sense of what is well-being for us probably also evolves and being in... You know, taking the time to quiet the mind and listen inward to what does that look like? What does that feel like? What's it smell like? Where am I? Who am I with? What things are around me? I think that could be very powerful. So give yourself permission to do that. It's not always easy, right? It's not always easy because it takes time to do that. To find a quiet time, shoot. I know for me and for my family and like, you know, having kids, not easy, not easy, because as soon as there's any time where I try to sneak off, they sense it, don't they, if you've got little kids, you know, it's like, we'll be, I'll be in there, and the little guy, he'll be doing his thing, and like, we'll be playing, but then he'll be kind of playing on his own with the toy, it's like, all right, I got two minutes to like, go do some pull-ups, take some time to myself, work on my physical well-being, but boom, as soon as I leave, what's that guy do, stops playing, comes over and, you know, wants to hang on me. And I'm not strong enough to do pull-ups with him hanging on me. So it's like, shoot, okay, well, let's go back in and play some more. So we go back in and play some more. And then, uh, you know, he's distracted. He's working on He's watching a show. We got a show on now. And it's like, all right, boom, I got two minutes to do some sit-ups. And I lay down on the mat, start doing sit-ups. Well, guess what? Little guy doesn't want to watch the show anymore. Now he wants to jump on dad. Hop on pop. Oh, I love it, right? It's a blessing. Well-being for my spirit. My monkey mind is getting upset and cranky, though. It's like, gosh darn, I just need two minutes to myself. Two minutes to, uh, you know, to um, do some exercise. Gosh darn it. And so that's kind of the balance. Where's the balance? Well, then I got to remind myself, hey, this guy's not going to be a little guy forever. In fact, every day he's getting bigger. What about my well-being that says, I want to spend quality time and be fully present with this little friend, right? That's part of it too, I think, is like getting getting that social flow, getting that spirit flow, spending time with my little man while I can. And I got to remind myself not to get frustrated because then guess what? If I if I push him aside, during the day, so I'm so busy trying to you know, do my sit-ups or do my exercises in between or do that piece of work I need to follow up with or whatever. Then at the end of the day, after we put him to bed, it's like, oh, I blew it. I had that time to spend with that guy and I was so busy doing my own stuff that I wasn't fully present with him. And then it's regret. And that's not good for well-being, is it? So finding that balance and and yet it could go the other way too right when I get to spend the whole weekend with these guys um it's amazing and then sometimes you know I'm like completely overwhelmed because he's a handful they're both handfuls it's amazing handfuls but it's it could be totally challenging on a bunch of levels exhausting right chasing this guy around the crying the neediness sometimes and all this can be really draining it's like man I couldn't do this all day I got to get back to work (laughs) go drop this guy off with the the kids and the uh, daycare and whatnot so there's that balance too right being a stay-at-home parent not easy not easy at all so but that's okay doesn't mean I don't love my kids sometimes it's better for their well-being to get them away from crazy dad who is all burnt out and frazzled because he can't get his exercise and you know doesn't sleep much and you know it's cranky so it's their well-being too so there we go it's come full circle it's all about them and and us right it's about us you me because if my well-being is off and we're out on the road we're both commuting and I'm in a cranky mood and I don't use my turn signal well gosh darn it maybe that puts you in a cranky mood but if I'm in a well-being state and I'm in tune and listening to myself and giving myself the uh, balance that, you know, I found a sense of balance and I feel good, then using my turn signal on the street, you're happy because now you can make your turn two seconds earlier, which feels like an eternity in drive time, right, we're all happy, now your well-being's continuing to be happy and you feel great, we're all great, everything is awesome, yeah, everything's awesome. Our well-being is awesome. It's a good day. It's a good day, friends. Good day to be alive. Good day to be podcasting. Good day to be listening to a podcast. When not you agree? All right, I'm gonna put something special in the show notes for today. I don't know what yet, but something awesome. And I'll, I'll point out that I say things on the podcast, and then um, you know I direct you to the show notes, and then there's a there's all these delays, right? Like I play with time all the time, and it's, it's a trippy thing. I trip out on it all the time. But anyway, point being, you may go there. If you're one of my awesome, favoritist listeners and you listen and then you get to the podcast show episodes and it says, hey, sorry, friend, I'm a slacker and I haven't gotten this link to that special thing that I mentioned in the, the episode, then you know you're like, you're o You're like an original flower because you're quicker than I am with listening to these before I actually finish like doing all the things that I'm saying I'm going to do in the episode. Because I always think I'm going to get it done by the time I publish the episode. And I try my darn hardest. But there, you know, it is what it is. There's a lot of things that go into making it all happen. And sometimes it takes me longer than I plan. So if you are one of the first people to listen to the podcast episode and you go and you see that I haven't actually finished doing the thing, and just know that you're really awesome and keep checking back often. I appreciate it because at some point, ideally, I will get it done. When? I don't know. I, I kind of am scared to even say now that I think about it because I did all those podcast episodes where I'm like, yeah, and I'm going to do this this year and this and this. And, and then I didn't podcast again for like a whole year. I did that like two or three times. So, so. I'm just going to say for my own well-being and not trying to stress myself out, which I'm really freaking good at, I'm going to do my best for you, friend. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to say this special offer will be there, hopefully, and I'm going to do my darn best to make it happen. Okay, is that fair? Can we agree to just let that be like that? thanks. You're the best. You're the best, friend. I love you. And I wish you all the best well-being in your life and happiness and joy. And until next time, a lot of flow. I wish you a lot of flow, flowingness and awesomeness. And until next time, be flowing.